You are listening to the System Save Me podcast, episode number 250. Woo! Today, we're going to be talking about the actual behind the scenes of the systems that actually save me. Dun, da, da. Stay tuned. Hey, I'm Jordan, and my business love language is efficiency, because who doesn't want to sip pina coladas on the beach while your business runs on autopilot? We're here to help overworked one-woman shows become streamlined solopreneurs. And now with over 150,000 downloads, this is the System Save Me podcast. So we thought this would be a fun episode because obviously our business is named System Saves Me. (laughs) And I love to geek out about systems and automation and integrations and any Asian that you can come up with. And so today I'm going to be showcasing three different systems that I use in my business to truly help save my sanity (laughs) and save me energy and save me time and save me money and all the things, right? And each one of these systems is honestly kind of a balanced system. So you'll hear this versus that. And so the first system that I want to share is ambition versus ease. And this system really constitutes or or includes the bird's eye view of months and quarters, because I'm a very ambitious person. I'm a go-getter. I love to just like make it happen. That's just in my nature. And what's interesting about that is I got my human design assessment read and I'm a projector for those of you who know what that is. But for other people who don't know, it essentially means that I have about six hours of like actual good, like consistent flow coming from my brain (laughs) and that's it. And so that also means like that includes cooking, that includes like business and non-business. I have like a good six hours that you're going to get out of me and everything else is going to be total crap. So, well, not total crap. That's exaggerating. But this system of balancing ambition and ease is the very first system that absolutely helps me stay sane. And so with our business right now, we have two, what I call again, ambition seasons. And those are our virtual conference times. And we have two of those a year. And then we have, you know, non-conference season or whatever. And those are our ease seasons. And so what's important to note is like, again, I can't hold my ambition for very long. And so what that looks like is during pre-launch of our conference seasons, it's really interesting. So we have three weeks beforehand that we are promoting the virtual conference. And while most people are still writing emails, are still integrating stuff, automating stuff, whatever, I'm resting. (laughs) You know, I pop up and I'll do, you know, a live or something, but we do as much pre-recording as possible for the pre-launch period. And the reason for that is because I want to just like squeeze all of the good juices into the two days that I am hosting the virtual conference. And so even when a lot of people are technically in ambition season, I consider it an ease. And we, again, are big on creating a lot of space during our pre-launch to handle fires or things that are going wrong or whatever else. Like last time our Facebook ads were total crap. And so I was having to spend 
an exorbitant amount of time trying to figure those out and just like let it go and said F it. But the reason that we have these two seasons is because I want my team to know, hey, we're going to go hard and we're going to work hard, but we're also going to play hard. And I expect you to take vacations and I expect you to take mental days and I expect you to want to spend time in more ease, right? Like just, you know, tasks that don't necessarily have as much weight or as much like deadline pushing energy behind. And so that's the very first system is really looking at, okay, how often are we in ambition and how often are we in ease? And we are not in ambition for a lot of the time. And the reason for that is because, you know, living out the term system saved me if we were grinding it out all the time and I know teams that grind it out all the time and they're hardcore and they have these tens and thousands of goals and you know tracking all this stuff and could I be hardcore sure I'm I'm sure I could however that's not really the business that I want to have that's not the team that's not the culture that I want to have and so everyone on my team I want to feel loved supported secure and be able to get their work done without a lot of interruptions and stuff, which brings me (laughs) to my second system that saves me and my team. And that is competency versus flow. So this is how we create daily and weekly rhythms. So I got my wealth dynamics read by Diane Mayer, who's awesome. And it really showed me what my flow is like, Because she asked me this question and it's funny. She's like, when do you feel like you're just like vibing and you're like totally just in your jam? And I was like, man, when I can just like sit and open up like Airtable or Lucid Chart or click up maybe a little bit and just play and geek out over data and systems and analyzing and strategizing and all of that stuff. Like, oh, I love doing that. And it came to my attention that something that I am really good at and is an area in which, and I've teetered with this kind of for the past four years because I feel, you know, it's been hard for me to dissect this. And Diane said it best when it comes to relationship building, which I totally, totally believe is something that I'm really, really good at. That's not where my flow comes from. And in the sense of, could I talk to people all day, every day? Yes. However, from a what do I get energy from and where do I like zone out and five hours later, like I don't even know what happened is actually in the strategic analysis back end, me and my computer, a really good smelling candle and reruns of Survivor go like that's really where my flow is. And so when it comes to like the daily and weekly systems and rhythms is I really encourage a lot of my team members that there shouldn't be a ton, really the only, I guess, person on my team that may have new things on their plate on a daily basis is Trina. And that's because she's the ops and relationships coordinator, which again, things come into the inbox and they shift a little bit. So, but everybody else, it's like, if you don't let somebody know on Monday that like, this is a part of their week, like it's going to wait till the next week. I don't want a ton of last minute tasks on people's plates because that disrupts everybody's flow that disrupts Taylor trying to get all of her graphic stuff done for us, you know, for the rebrand, or it disrupts Alice who's trying to get sponsorships for our virtual conference, or it disrupts 
you know, Katrina, who's trying to do video editing for this other thing. So I am really big on not disrupting flow. And so while, you know, we don't have a super busy Slack channel, we don't have a ton of like, Hey, do this now, or Hey, this is due tomorrow because that knocks people off their flow. And when I wake up and I look at my ClickUp board and I just do what is on there, I can just flow through the day and I can determine, okay, I'm going to get all of these like little things that I have to get done for everybody else. And then I can get into my flow. And so that way they're able to, you know, I pass the baton and they're able to do their work for the day. And then I'm able to have uninterrupted time in my strategic analysis area, which also includes, you know, coaching in my program and giving feedback and whatnot. So, you know, the system of creating daily and weekly rhythms, what my weekly rhythm is, and even I want to pull in a little bit of monthly rhythms. Like once the month starts, I really do not like to add new promos to my plate. So if you come to me in February and you want me to be a part of something that you have in February, I most likely am going to say no. And by most likely, I mean, I'm going to say no (laughs) because we, I don't want to have to disrupt my team with what they already have planned for the month. I don't want to disrupt myself and what I had planned for the month. And I know that you're well-intentioned and sometimes things are last minute. However, I have a team to upkeep and and it's not just, oh, Jordan posts this on Instagram anymore. Like that's just not how my business is run. And, you know, Alice is really in charge of my Instagram. So wherever she fits it into the promo schedules, where she fits it in, like I'm not in charge of that. And so monthly we shut down any outside promotions for that month. And so then that allows us to determine on a weekly basis what we're working on and what needs to be done by the end of the week. Have you been hearing all the buzz about VIP days or one day virtual intensives and want to create one for your business, but have no idea where to start? Head over to systemsamey.com slash quiz and take our new 60 second quiz to determine what kind of VIP day you should create. You'll get a detailed report with action items and exclusive structuring tips straight from the mouths of successful VIP day business owners. Ready to take back control over your schedule, your energy, and your income? A VIP day might just be the way to do it. Get started today at systemsamey.com slash quiz. One more time, that's systemsamey.com slash quiz. And on Mondays, we have a Slack channel called SSM Updates. And we update for the week what we got done last week, what we're going to get done this week. And if we foresee any sort of like hurdles or questions that you still have for somebody in the team to help you with. And then we go through, you know, the week and get those things done. Whitney, our project manager has uh, weekly meetings with every person on our core team for 30 minutes, gets all that troubleshooting out of the way, which is really nice. And then we also have our team meetings on Wednesdays at two o'clock central time. And so that's for an hour. And that's the one day that we kind of like, again, establish what's happened so far this week and what we need to finish out the week really strong. And so that's how we're able to develop competency versus flow, right? And every team member has to determine what is their competency and what's their flow. And then how do we fill in the gaps of what goes on there, right? And again, my flow is systems. So a lot of my team members are not systems oriented people, which is fine and great. And that allows me to live in my flow and to spend the time creating the systems and the structure so that then they can go and maintain it really, really easily for them to go and be great. So that's the second system that I wanted to talk about is the daily and the weekly rhythms. And then the third one is a really interesting one because it was, I guess, 
started through a podcast episode I listened to, which was with, it was story brand with Seth Godin and Donald Miller. And this third system is authenticity versus consistency. And this has to do with how I commit to showing up, (laughs) whether that is showing up for lead gen, whether that's showing up for my team, whether that's showing up for my clients. I think a lot of us have a love hate relationship with consistency. So anyway, this podcast episode, Seth Godin was talking about how authenticity is a trap. And I found it super fascinating for two reasons. Number one, people say whatever pops into their head, right? And then they say, well, don't blame me if you don't like it. I was just being authentic. And while I understand that, it's also like, okay, (laughs) like lovely. And then second, you know, the other reason is there's no such thing as your authentic self. And I was like, ooh, this is uncomfortable. Let me listen (laughs) a little bit more. Because everything from when you're like two asking for a cookie is calculated. The reason you want a cookie is because it tastes good and you don't want your broccoli, right? The reason that you, you know, when you were a kid, you asked your mom and she said no. And then you went to ask your dad is because it's calculated, right? You're constantly saying, if I say this, will it work? If I offer this, will it be received? If I bring this forward, will it have a response? right? Like when you go to Starbucks, when you go to Beyonce concert or eat at Bobby Flay's restaurant, you don't want the authentic version because what if the day that Beyonce has her concert, she's having a bad day, which we all have. And you just spent hundreds of dollars on her concert and she comes out cranky, not able to hit her notes while singing who runs the world. You're going to be upset right? You want the best version. Starbucks, why Starbucks is successful is because they focus on consistency and not authenticity. They focus on if you have, you know, a caramel macchiato in Dallas, Texas, you can have that same caramel macchiato in Paris, France, and the same caramel macchiato in, you know, wherever South America, like that's why Starbucks is successful. It's the same caramel macchiato no matter what, right? You want Beyonce's best version. You want Starbucks consistent version. And that's what we pay for and hire for, right? And so when people ask you for outside of what you know to be the best version of yourself, you're inevitably going to let them down. And what I mean by this is, guys, do I want to post stories all the time? No. Do I want to show up and post on Instagram all the time? No. I have days where I want to go and hibernate. I have days where I just don't feel like it. I have days that I forget to do it, right? And if I were to lean into that because it's authentic, then it would come across to everyone as inconsistent or she's not committed to her work. And again, it's not on purpose. It's not intentional, but it happens. And so when this comes to your business, you know, the reason I have boundaries around not doing VIP days earlier than 9am is because that's for the client's benefit. I'm not going to be my sharpest self before nine o'clock. It's just not going to happen because I know myself or when my clients want me to help them with, I don't know, maybe they want to start like a product line and they want me to go through their product processes. No, that's not my best self. I'm not going to be able to be consistent in showing you a great, you know, system process because that's not my zone at all. And even when my clients want me to do like work and they're like, oh, well, let's do it over a month versus a day. I can, but I won't be focused at all. And so it's important for you to decide 
what you're willing to stand firm in so your clients get to experience the best of you when it comes to your VIP day. Example, this podcast, right? If I had to, on a weekly basis, record two podcast episodes, it would not happen. Like, I know it for 100% fact because my life is all over the place. And so what do I do so that I can commit to you and I can be consistent and say, you can guarantee get two podcast episodes a week from us is I have my batch weeks and I'm able to commit to you two times a week on the podcast because that's showing you my best self. And I'm going to look at my calendar and say, okay, when is my energy highest? Okay, boom. Those three days are the days that I'm going to be doing my podcast episodes. Okay. When do we need to do the virtual conference? What are my two best energetic days? Boom. These two days. Great. We're going to have a virtual conference then so I can show up and be my absolute best self. And so I want to encourage you, this system of authenticity versus consistency is something that I have been working toward and whatnot, because I think it's something that a lot of people fight and is kind of a against the grain idea of just like, well, like it's better if I just like show up whenever I want to and when I feel, you know, inspired and whatever else. And that's one way of thinking about it. And you could totally disagree with me on this. And that's absolutely okay. But I think it's an interesting concept to reflect on and to think about because, you know, is it more important that you give your people the best of you or, you know, the you that may disappoint them or the you that, you know, may not be your best content or your best coaching or whatever the case may be, right? And so again... Inside my program, I show up every Wednesday at 11 a.m. for my clients. That consistency, they know every Wednesday Jordan's going to be there unless, you know, it's a holiday or something. And I'm very upfront about that. So again, this system of commitment to consistency for lead gen looks like I'm going to do batch days so that there's two podcasts a week going out. I'm going to do a batch day for videos so that every week on Instagram there's a new video coming out. Once a week, I'm going to commit to, you know, trying to have four to six guest podcast opportunities every month so that I can commit to showing up in other people's spaces. All of those things have to do with committing to consistency and consistency on the outside can look one thing, right? It's coming out on those same days. But for me, I'm able to batch that on my back end. So batching is a big part of me committing to you guys to show up consistently because I'm human And, you know, 2020 happened last year. So if we, you know, notice anything, it's like, holy cannoli, you can get totally thrown off by the lack of what's going on in the world or the confinements that you're being put in. And so, you know, I was very strategic about knowing in, you know, July, well, mainly August that I was going to be bebopping around Airbnbs. That in July, I scheduled a videographer to schedule six months of content because I didn't know, you know, Airbnbs were going to be a lot. I didn't want to deal with the inconsistency of backgrounds and all of that. Plus, I didn't know if there was going to be another lockdown, etc. So I got that knocked off. So again, I could show up every single week for you guys because that's important to me. And so that system has allowed for us this year to be ahead of content at least one month, like fully one month, like docked and loaded for the majority of 2020. And that will carry on into 2021 as well, because 
the more ahead I can be, the more my team can, you know, comb through everything with a fine tooth comb. They can ensure that they're consistently creating really awesome content. But if I wait last minute, then they're going to be hurrying and then there's going to be typos and then there's going to be all these things. And not to say we don't have typos still, but it's really important to think about this system of authenticity versus consistency and what you value more. And not to say that I'm an inauthentic person, right? However, you know, you need bits of both. You need to, in this particular system, show what you're capable of when it comes to commitment. And also like in my content of commitment, I'm being authentic. Like when I'm in my videos, I'm very authentic, right? Which is kind of a buzzword right now. But those are the three systems that actually save me from like a bird's eye view of months and quarters, how I create my daily and weekly rhythms, and then how I commit to consistency for lead gen, for team, and for clients. So I hope that was really interesting and a bit of a spin on systems and how they make us tick behind the scenes here. And I would love to know what systems you use in your business. And while you can totally go nerdy on me and we can talk about like webinars or whatever, I would also love to know kind of those other systems that routines or work habits that are really intriguing. And I encourage you to share those with your communities as well. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging us at System Saved Me.